Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, you lovely lot, to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. My name is Marcus Feller and Jim Campbell's to my right. Hello. Luke Moore's to my other right. I'm as cold as ice. And Pete Donaldson's opposite. And I'm willing to sacrifice... I should think so. Football ramble time. <laughs> <laughs> MS runs the show. <laughs> that sounded very Richard Keyes-esque, Mark. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's hairy enough. You've, oh. you've had quite the journey from the anti-Richard Keys, and you're now almost like an ersatz yeah. Richard Keys. <laughs> Cheerleader for Keys, you could argue, now oh, he's really? not in the country. Well, I think what you've done is you've thought, he's not here anymore, <laughs> there are some shoes to fill. <laughs> That's what Malky Mackay's thinking. And you, and you thought to yourself, I don't necessarily want to fill them myself, yeah. but it would be heartbreaking for me for someone else to fill them. <laughs> he's, so I'm going for he's it. He's the keys we need rather than the one we deserve. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Marcus is very much, rather than your key to sport, Marcus is the key to the shed but no one else is allowed no in, the yeah. magic spell that we all fall upon okay I thought you were going to use the, the the name speller there speller, I could do yeah I could do okay give me, give me, you carry on I'll have a think about <laughs> it then. no football chat can't be asked. come on <laughs> go on with it <laughs> I, sat, I, I sat on a joke working out for five minutes on the continent the week before last I'm not above it yeah I saw that yeah. I'll, I'll listen to that rather yeah. there you go. Uh, I, I saw yeah. your face in my mind <laughs> yeah. chewing it over yeah. I hope you realise Luke if, I, if I'm Richard Keys, which I'm emphatically not ladies yeah. and gentlemen or a fan of his work yeah. uh, then you're Andy Gray Taking it. Who are you? Yeah. Revolutionised punditry. Oh, look out. This is the real hell, hell of a goal record. Yeah. yeah. I don't mean that. I mean post football. Yeah, uh, we all know yeah. what you meant. <laughs> pictures of the pair of them in your attic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you mean Key's post TVAM as well, don't you? I mean the one when he started to outrageously be inappropriate to Ulrika Johnson. Mm. Oh, that's can, can I be undiamond? Well, incredibly, that still counts as the good old days, doesn't yeah. it? Which is really saying something. <laughs> yeah. Poor old Richard. Shall we talk about the Premier League? Yes. yes it's back, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Keyes invented it, so... He did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you to Richard. <laughs> Thank I, you, Richard. Ordinarily, ordinarily, we are... We are I know we're, we're probably the most supportive international football show yeah. around, I would say. Most mm. people are quite dismissive of it. The other shows that are similar to ours, but not as good, are very <laughs> are very dismissive of international football, but, mm. yeah, but we support that's a it. Shame. Pete aside, yeah. we support no, it. No, I, I, I like international football, I just don't like England. <laughs> Okay, that's which fair enough. Which I, I think, think is fine. I think that's where most people find themselves. Yeah. And, and I think, and, and as we will mention a little bit later on in the show, you can still, in the same way, if you support 
Portsmouth, for example, you can still enjoy the Premier League. Yeah. You know, even if you well, support my... Arsenal, Jim, you can still enjoy the Premier League. Yeah. If you support <laughs> England... <laughs> yeah. Seven months of the year. If you support England, you can still enjoy international football, and that's yes. what we're here to tell you, uh, everybody. Do you remember Euro 2008? England weren't there, and yeah. what a gift to the tournament that was. Yeah. My point was just going to be that, so normally, we are looking forward to the Premier League again, coming mm. back, because it feels like a little bit more fast-paced, a little bit yeah. more exciting. But actually, this international break we've just experienced has been quite good. It's mm. been brilliant. So, we're, if anything, so we're just maintaining a standard. Anyway. Yeah, we're yeah. maintaining the standard across the, the international board, yeah. football break is, is like uh, I don't know a, a public holiday coming along. You yeah. really appreciate it, but if, if if suddenly every Monday was a bank holiday Monday, yeah, mm. I mean the world would be a better place. Let's be honest. Yeah. You've, no, but you've, you've mugged yourself off. I have really, haven't I? Yeah, let's do yeah. Premier League. We'll do, right, we'll it's, do like, international football it's like Easter and Christmas. Yeah, okay. But you can't have those two events all the time. It's like, like the Elgin Marbles and Toby Jugs. <laughs> You yeah, always bring up the Elgin marbles. Yeah, and you always go, they're not marbles, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not from Elgin either. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep bringing them up? Yeah. He's not bad thing we should return them. He mentions them almost as much as Marcus mentions the strength of the pound. <laughs> <laughs> Which happens an awful lot. Yeah. Actually, you yeah. are really up on that all yeah. the time. Yeah, I've been yeah. abroad a fair few times. Oh, <laughs> right. It's me hard every time. You know you have. Firing what? your what? high-powered weapons at <laughs> farmyard animals. Look after the pennies and they'll look after you. Yeah. Well, that used to be the case. Yeah. We haven't got time for this now. Premier <laughs> he's, he's got he's got pockets full of old pounds there. I, I, actually, I actually I actually counted mine out today. Did you? I've got eight. <laughs> eight old one pound coins. Yeah. I've been using them in loads of vending machines. What's the uh, cut off date? Twenty first. God knows. But yeah. um, apparently, um, uh, a high street retailer. I think it might be W H Smith. In fact, I think it is W H Smith. People were complaining that they've been giving out old pounds, right. and W H Smith went, "Well, we can't sort of legislate for what the banks are giving us back." Yeah. It's like, no, you legally can't do that, surely. Why, why are the banks giving them out? I know. Crazy. Mad. Maybe they've got Mad. a bad bank. Yeah. Do it Smith, sock your banking out, yeah. all right? Mm. Yeah. My goodness. If, if you take one message away carpets. from the show. WH Smith's gone mad. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we talk about the Premier League? Yeah. Well, well, you could pull it back, yeah. <laughs> Which I have. Yeah. <laughs> Manchester, pull the strings, mate. Manchester United. Some people might say pound for pound the best team in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. uh, they face their biggest test this season on mm. Saturday away to Liverpool. So it's an far, intriguing yeah. one. Um, yeah, so far this season. Fantastic yeah. piece of um, PR coming out of, um, of, of, uh, of Ma- I, well, I, I would suggest coming out of Man United today, mm. but being peddled by uh, some media, I don't know which. Um, love the timing of this. You guys might not have seen it. Um, some for some reason in the news today, uh, two days ahead of um, ahead of the big game between mm. Man United and Liverpool, and ahead of, uh, of a Jurgen Klopp press conference, um, a guy called Eckhard Krautzen who used to work yes. with Jurgen Klopp at the turn of the century, I think yeah, it might. Yeah, that's right. Start, gave an interview saying Jurgen Klopp's <laughs> dream was always to manage Man United. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and I, 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 right. When I read it, I could just picture Mourinho's eyebrow raising. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. Got him already. Well. Say the next line I told you to yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, funny enough, Eckhard Krautsen, who I'd never heard of before this, um, for those who haven't seen... made up by like so, a sort exactly, of tabloid wonderful name. I can assure you he's real. Um, he, he, um, you re- literally can't. I can assure you. I'm going to give you a bit more information on Have him. Have you met him or touched him? Peter. Uh, there's no time for that now. We're touching. Um, yeah. He's Kevin Carruthers' father. That's <laughs> how we know he's real. Eckhart <laughs> <laughs> Krautsen, who, who used to work at club, as I said, and has come out saying this stuff, he, um, he used to manage a team called Wormatty or Worms. 
That's nice. a great name. They're a local team in Germany, apparently. Worm at your worm. Would it be, be Wormacht? It's spelt like worm. worm. It's spelt like worm. W-O-R-M-A-T-I-A. Worms. 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 Yeah, remember when Wolfgang Wolf used to manage Wolfsburg? Yeah. It's up there with that. They should really enjoy football after that. Yeah, I know, yeah. And the pound was strong. The main PR machine is fucking overdrive ahead of this game. Trying to unsettle Kloppo. Do you think Mourinho brings his own? Yeah. Do you think he brings his own like PR team? Because that's that is strong mind games. Have you heard that's of George Mendes? Yeah, I've heard of that. most powerful men in football. You're either with us or against yeah, us. Yeah. Is his motto. Yeah, um, right. But uh, well, it's funny you say that because there was some some quite nice PR coming out of Liverpool. Uh, I thought that, uh, that when the players were, t- it was a shame that they've lost Sadio Mane, uh, Sadio Mane to uh, injury again. Mm. Oh, he's going to. Well, they really struggled them. badly last season without mm. him, so they, it's a big blow for them. They lot. did, but the reports uh, from the Liverpool training ground show the players happily returning to training. Plenty of hugs and high fives being. It looked like a lovely old time with those players and Kloppo. Yeah. So they're not affected by this man's comments. There was a. There was well, a they, lo- they can't defend though, can they? <laughs> I mean, he's, uh, I mean, what's he congratulating him on? <laughs> were, any defensive, were any defensive players in that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one or two. I couldn't see any. Well, man, he, was, he was shouting over to the defensive yeah. lot, going, "Come over here and have a hug." These guys are getting a carrot. You'll be yeah. getting a stick in a minute. Exactly. <laughs> if you want up in the net, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovren's got his foot caught in the net. I mean, Tied his shoelaces say, together. If you want a hug. <laughs> Get that ruddy clean sheet. Get in yeah. position. But what I would say, it's a, it's a great time for Man United. We talk about Man United's kind of start. They played, I'm not going to say also runs, but they've not had the strongest kind of start they've this had season. Well, they've, if, had a, they've had an easy start. And now they play Liverpool, who are at their leakiest. If Man United win this one, Peter, it'll be their best ever start to a Premier League season. And then they've, and then that they've is an incredible start. And mm. then they've got Huddersfield and Swansea, eminently beatable teams. Huddersfield's probably the hardest of the three. Have they just refused to play anyone good? <laughs> yeah. well, well, okay, look, compromise here. We'll compromise here. We'll play Liverpool at Anfield, but that's it. Yeah. yeah. Jorge Mendes, mate. Yeah. yeah. yeah man. <laughs> but, um, Liverpool haven't had a clean sheet in seven games. No, they don't Manchester United are on the verge of their best ever start to the Premier League. It's all set up for a Manchester United win. You would think can I be sorry Jim Cutting, but can I just before I forget this, can I mm. just put this out there that and it may sound preposterous at first uh, first mention, but I think that May not might really miss Marouane Fellaini this weekend. Do you know what? I, I he's thought the plan that as well. That's become the plan. Well, he's yeah, he's he started he's the season. A, well, B and C. And and someone was saying to me the other day, um we we're having a chat about, about United and stuff, and, and someone was saying to me, You do not understand how massive Marouane Fellaini is for United in both penalty areas. Oh, yeah. Mm. Because he's brilliant, mm. brilliantly defensively and, and a real attacking threat as well. Um, even if he doesn't score himself, just mixing it up big time. You know, you know when you see like Andy Carroll at peak form? Mm, yeah. And it's almost like the idea of defending against him rather than actually defending against mm. him is what causes the problem. Yes. And obviously Fellaini's out of this game, as is um, Pogba's out as well, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. So there are players missing that could be important for both teams. Pog- mm. Pogba's gone full Hargreaves and he's like releasing training videos of oh, him kind of getting good. stronger and stronger. <laughs> I went back. I got, I got obsessed. I, f- I forgot about Owen Hargreaves' amazing training videos. Remember, he was trying yeah, to get fit right, and he was yeah. trying to get a new club yeah. and he just released loads of videos. Um, he had, I, I counted up how many views he had, and he had like about 4 million views o- over his whole account. Yeah. More than they get watching. Didn't, didn't monetize him. They should have done. He could have been yeah. the new Spencer FC. 
KSI. Like he could have made uh, eight grand I worked out on those videos. He's missed out on that. Yeah, Idiot. It's just a niche for you, Pete. Yeah. yeah. Go around. Pete, oh, I've, I've, cut off all that. <laughs> <laughs> can, can this become a regular feature? Footballers who aren't monetizing, monetizing. videos? Yeah. Footballers pe who could be getting a bit more. Pe <laughs> pe <laughs> Petrex drumming videos. I bet he's not monetizing them. No. You Probably should they do have content that doesn't belong to him because it's music, is isn't this it? Is this the yeah. official launch of Pete Dawson Consulting? <laughs> <laughs> come on, guys. We're in, the, we're in the 21st century. Get involved. Sorry, come on, guys. Come round to mine. We'll do a mood board. <laughs> <laughs> Let's work on brand Michael Owen. Oh, you already have. Yeah, mm. badly. Um, <laughs> so, Liverpool 13-8 to eight with Bet365 to beat Man United on Saturday. So, £10 returns, £26.25, including the stake. It's a great game to start off the weekend, isn't it? It's it exactly really what we want. Yeah, I'm cracking. One of the things... You know, right, I got, all excited there. Jim, you far away. What, what Mark, was I going to say? Well, Mark, just, no, I think the listener should know. Mark has got so excited there, he tried to point at someone and knocked his own headphones yeah. off. I mean, I, That's the level of professionalism I, we're talking I about. I quite often bump my own nose on the microphone to the point yeah. where you guys have stopped laughing at it. I do it so, so often. It's nice to see you take one for the team, though, mate. It's a bit I, tragic now when you yeah, do well, it. Yeah, exactly. Um... <laughs> No, I was. I, I heard the, the pound had a spike. Yeah. No, I. Uh, <laughs> um, talking of people talk, uh, going on about training and trying to find a new club, mm. Adriano. Brazilian Adriano really? at the age of 35 right. has been speaking recently saying that uh, I, I've do been a lot of speaking the down there don't they <laughs> yeah. they do a lot of speaking very little training <laughs> well that's well. he said that he's looking for, for one last job and I thought Maria, I think Mourinho manages him at Inter could he bring him at him and Zlatan he bring him at well, again you, you are giddy today yeah. I'm there's, there's a great video doing the rounds at the moment of someone's done a compilation of the best players that Ronaldinho is embarrassed in his career. Have you seen <laughs> that? Yeah. So it's, a, it's a compilation video of about three minutes long. Mm. And, and so what it does is it, it starts off a particular game, a moment mm. in a game, with Ronaldinho on the ball, and it freeze frames it, points an arrow to a player, and says who it is, and it'll be like Steven Gerrard or Sergio Ramos. Mm. And then it just plays a video of, of basically Ronaldinho going past them and them ending up on their ass. Yeah. And it goes to the next one. And it's like a who's who of players. Oh, it's it's incredible. All yeah. cut to Evanescence. Yeah. So he, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It probably is cut to something like that. Yeah. <laughs> also, he, I mean, even then, he wasn't really bothering to train, which no. makes it all the more astounding. <laughs> He's no. going in for massage, yeah. isn't he? Friday. Absolutely. It's absolutely. But, but I'm excited cold. for this game uh, to start, start the weekend off. Mm. I think it'll be a great way to get going. Yeah. Mourinho wasn't best pleased that Romelu Lukaku came off the bench for Belgium against Cyprus as the Belgians had already qualified and Lukaku's not long recovered from an ankle injury but looks like he'd be fully fit for the match and that mm. is certainly what Mourinho uh, deduced yeah. from you, that you mentioned was... on, on the continent about the, uh, the the two Hazards or the three Hazards there's three of them yeah, three yeah. Of them. Um, the two Hazards didn't want to pass to Lukaku because they wanted an exclusively Hazard score sheet because right? wow. they'd only scored each <laughs> that's, that's funny you know, you know one, one thing's worth pointing out about Lukaku um, about he's, he's not a Hazard he's, no he's not um, he's, he's just come back from a knock hasn't he like ankle yeah. His record of the amount of games he's played is unbelievable. I mean, if you if you bear in mind that he is what twenty, I think he's just twenty four, mm. um, or yeah, maybe I think I think he turned twenty four this year. He's played, I think, something like I, I think he's played on average of like forty odd games a season, mm. every season. That's, That's going to pull your ratio down, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> apart, apart, apart from obviously when he couldn't get in the team at Chelsea. That aside, he's so consistent. Mm. If, you, if you look, if you look at when he first signed for. Um, Everton on loan, 33 games, then 48 games, then 46 games, then 39 games. I mean, he, he, he's so reliable. I like the fact that you uh, look at those stats and you say, so reliable, so consistent, and you're right to, to take that from there. Pete, well, that'll bring his ratio down. Yeah. Is Lukaku scores, you know, a hat-trick or something? Uh, oh, don't yeah, play him in the off. next one. Don't play <laughs> yeah. him in the next one. He's got 11 in 10 this season. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Ballon d'Or bothering, is it? No. Peter... Uh, 
Peter Donaldson. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of the, the narrative we're hearing about... <laughs> I said um, Ballon d'Or bothering. Let Jim it, speak. <laughs> <laughs> but you're saying it's not Ballon d'Or bothering, he's got 11 goals and 10... What else is he supposed yeah. to do? <laughs> it's, more, it's more than one in one, isn't it? If, if he carries on like this... idea, playing too many Take the rest of the season off, your yeah, ratio's yeah, not getting any better than that, is it? If he carries on this season, he'll score 55 goals. Goals is not happy. Jim, carry on, sorry, What I was going to say was, you know, a lot of the narrative around Lukaku in the past has been that he doesn't sort of do so well against the top teams, and obviously this is his first real chance to kind of to dispel that now that he's at United and I remember in the game at Anfield last season Joel Matip uh, this is um, Liverpool against Everton uh, obviously when Lukaku was there Joel Matip was particularly good against him so right. I think that's going to be was. quite an interesting little uh, little battle dynamic yeah. yeah I think Man United fans would, would hope that Lukaku because you're right Lukaku has struggled against bigger opposition when he played for Everton when he got that goal in the Super Cup final against Real Madrid I think a lot of people thinking surely that will yeah. kick him on you know, but that was a little while ago now in uh, very different circumstances it, well, this season though Mark, but he, he looks unstoppable at he's the moment. scoring against every team he plays against so he, I take your point Jim and it will be fascinating to see what goes on but I mean he can't really do any more than he's done already no, quite. he's getting more chances isn't he I mean, it's, it's this the simple thing you know you get more chances with better players around you and that is it's just working as in as straightforward a manner as that of course Mo Salah at the other end of the field to Romelu Lukaku uh, he's been great this season he'll be in high spirits after yeah. Egypt qualifying yeah. for the World Cup of course they really love him out there because he didn't play, should. He, well he didn't play for any of the two big clubs he was kind of right. like a, so that's why they love him so much they, they didn't play for like first, the Manchester United or the well, uh, Zamalek I think so there's, the yeah. there's not a group of fans there that actually that can hate him yeah I think okay. that's I think that's the big uh, the, the big thing the last time they qualified was in World Cup 90 I remember them that's right they were in uh, England's group. They were. And England beat them Mark 1-0. Wright, Mark Wright scored a Mike header. Wright header. And that sent them, them home, didn't it? Because yeah. all the other games were draws, weren't they? Yeah, that's it. There we go. Trip down memory lane. Yeah, Mark Wright was playing a sweeper at the time, wasn't he? That's yeah. how, how stubbornly defensive yeah. England were maybe, at the time. Maybe a John Stones header will put them out next time. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. We can but dream. Indeed we can. Um, should we talk about Leicester City? Yeah, they've not yeah. won a game for ages, have they? Not mm. since August. Uh, they have had a tough run. Arsenal, Manchester United, Liverpool and Chelsea. Um, but uh, they do. They still look fairly lively. Craig Shakespeare has said that his players need to adapt to some different roles in the team, and he's been playing their what we now expect from Leicester City sort of four four two formation. Obviously, they've lost uh, a fair few players in, in the last few seasons, most notably Canty and now Drinkwater. Mm. But King and Indeedy have been in there. Um, but he may switch it up. I, to be honest with you, Craig Shakespeare, I, I, I think they just keep going. Yeah, it's just the time of the season, Marcus, where we talked a bit there about Manchester United having a fairly easy start. And of course, a pretty easy Champions League group as well, actually. Leicester have had quite a tough start. And like I think that, you're at, yeah. you get that start that you're at that point in the season now, however many games has gone, seven or eight or whatever, where you can think, God, they've had a bad start. But actually, it'll even itself out over, probably over the next seven or eight games mm. because they'll probably play a lot more realistic opposition. Who are they playing this weekend? West Brom. West Brom. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So we'll see how we'll get the measure of I mean, them then, I suppose. Shakespeare's been saying that they need to sort of basically run harder and work harder off the ball. And this is a perfect perfect game because Tony Pulis will make you work hard mm. even if you don't want to he, he, he'll coach them more than Shakespeare will yeah. like, just, just by <laughs> forcing them to play his game <laughs> I mean, having said that about Leicester though, they, they did draw I mean, the two games the two winnable games they've had Huddersfield and Bournemouth they drew both away to yeah. Bournemouth they looked a bit poor Yeah, think, uh, yeah. but you can have those kind of games I think we are giving Leicester the, the benefit of the doubt yeah. and they could, they could have won against Arsenal on the first day as well Absolutely. and against Liverpool it was a 3-2 and That's it was right. a bit hectic yeah. I think with Shakespeare's comments you know, he's saying obviously they need to sort of you know run harder, be a bit more intense. It sounds like you know what he wants describes the season in which they won the league, and you wonder if you know, as you said, with Kante and Drinkwater was such a big part of that, and they're gone now. You wonder are they having a tiny bit of an identity crisis? Where actually looking back to that is probably not what's going to work for them now. Yeah, I mean those two 
central mm. midfield positions are obviously crucial to any side. I think indeed he's been alright. I good. think he's been decent. He's yeah. a good, good engine, and King as well is, yeah. is quite an accomplished player. And, and he's been and, there a long time. And King did uh, feature when they when they won the league. If you can get that partnership right, I think you're fine because Maguire's come into the side has looked brilliant. Now that gives Hooth and Morgan back up. Now Hooth and Morgan have been around for a long time, so they do need some younger blood in there, and they've got it with Maguire, who's got his first England call up as well. Um, it, it's all there. I, I really, I find Leicester quite intriguing. You know, 17th, five points from seven games, but really they should start. You know, the local media up in, in Leicestershire are saying, we will start to pick up points now. We mm. will start to get going. It's a shame that they, they are down in 17th because um, with the league the way it is, with so many teams being able to take points off each other, it's not ridiculous to say Leicester should be even maybe targeting something like a, a Europa League push. I'm not sure if they would get it, but uh, it, it's uh, it, it's a fair it's comment. A big, it's a big ask for them, though, isn't it? I mean, if you look at the, the way that the, the league is going to be structured this season, <clears throat> seven teams are much better than the rest. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for them to... You're asking them essentially to be, be- the best of the rest. Which is a bit, which is what I, I agree, by the way, is what they should be aiming for. Aiming is what I'm saying. You, right, OK, But, but then you look at Everton... Yeah, I mean Leicester. I, I would say this season have been better than Everton, even though Everton are above them in the league. That, they've had a much harder run in, you know. So the, mm. the way they're going, they could they could finish above some sides who would expect to finish above Leicester this season. I think Everton have got to be higher than that. Like they're in big trouble. That's, that's mm. a big that's a failure for them. Otherwise, yeah, indeed, yeah. Um, I was going to say before we move on from that, um, if you do fancy West Brom to pile a bit more misery on Shakespeare <laughs> and his boys, they're fourteen to five with bet three six five, which means ten pound will return thirty eight pound, including stake. Tony Pulis, of course, has uh, been linked to the the Wales job because Chris Coleman's future is up in the air there. But Pulis said, "No, I'm not interested." Yeah, but Coleman. I mean, he was asked about it. I mean, obviously, it was a disappointing uh, night for them. To be fair to Wales and to Coleman, I think that was the first time they'd lost. I think I got to get this right. The first time they lost a competitive game at home in four years. Mm. So they've had a great run, and Coleman was asked straight after. If he was going to consider his position, which I thought was a bit unfair, yeah. given what he's achieved. Same as happened to Strachan. Yeah, <laughs> but, that, but that wasn't unfair. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Col- uh, I thought Coleman should be given a bit more respect. Now I understand the media have got to do their job, but I thought that was a little bit quick, um, and it, he didn't he didn't really give any sort of committed answer up one way or another. But I guess the, the rumour mill is now saying that he might move on. Is that well, right? The team well, apparently well. unified and basically said, "Can you please can you stay? stay on? Can okay, you stay right. on, please?" That's nice. We got UEFA Nations League starting soon, so that's well, really exciting. You know. yeah. Did the Scottish players try and get? Uh, <laughs> Strachan to, to, to stay. Well, I mean, Strachan's obviously gone. Um, David Moyes Mark has McGee been... was found in a net. <laughs> <laughs> the players had just covered him I, in I a like, net. It was nice of Mark McGee to agree to leave as well. I, I wouldn't want to be the one to tell him. <laughs> I just left Motherwell about five months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have a word. Yeah, DJ. I think David Moyes, I don't think, is, um, is a ridiculous shout. I mean, the other name that's been linked to the job is Malky Mackay. And some people were moaning, I tweeted this earlier, people moaning about David Moyes. Well, when the other name's Malky Mackay, you'll be bloody happy with David mm. Moyes. Uh, is, is David Moyes, I, I understand why you're saying that, obviously, and he hasn't managed the team for... Uh, he's like, isn't he the performance director at Scotland? He's, I think he's in some sort of role at the Scottish FA okay. at the moment. But obviously he hasn't managed the team since Wigan since in Everton. 2015. No, Malcolm McCarm talking oh, about. Oh, McCarm. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> and so I understand why you're saying that about McCarm. But is Moyes a totally busted flush now? I mean, is he... Is he... I'd much rather... about as busted a flush as he can Yeah, can we, yeah. yeah. Is, is this a place where he can really rebuild his reputation, if that's what, what he wants? It would, I don't think that'd be the best... Uh, best fit for him one of the things that's absolutely fascinating about David Moyes right and I know it's going to sound ridiculous but he's only 54 <laughs> I know what you mean so he, he, he's mm. basically managed he took over at Preston so he got into management he, he took over at Preston I think he might have been player manager at the start a long time ago in 1998 been. he was in his mid-30s 
So now, now he's only 54. Mm. He, he has been around the block mm. so many times. But he's I think, I think decent... the word is ringer. If, Keep me through but, the ringer. But, but if someone said to me, how old is David Moyes, I'll be saying late 60s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come no, on. You'll be saying that. I'm just saying, he, he seems a lot older. Because so <laughs> I was going to say, oh, is this about the right time for Moyes? Because mm. he's a very experienced... But I, what would you think is the par age, everything being well in your management career, for you to go for an international job? It'd probably be about 60, wouldn't well, it? You're yeah. looking at probably your last job, aren't yeah, you? Quite, that's, yeah, quite. That's the sort of traditional path. Yeah. I mean, Scotland could attract some decent kind of continental talent, surely. They've got the money. But apparently they don't want that. I, right. I was on doing the radio the other week, we talked to um, I forget who it was now, but it was someone involved in the Scotland setup, and they were saying they don't want a foreign manager. They said right. that the fans don't really want well, after Bertie it. votes, yeah. it did not really work mm. because All people right. were trying to link Big Sam with the job. Bertie oh, that had been amazing, amazing. Big <laughs> Sam. Yeah, <laughs> it, you, you know he would mug off England as yeah. well. There you go. Bertie votes was so long ago though. I know. But if you, if you, what I would Football's say, changed it, so much. I mean, Scottish right. football hasn't. Let's make that very no. clear. But <laughs> I think I think that's right from Joe. I think yeah, it was so long ago, and I think that's fair. But um. Uh, when I see the shortlist apparently being Moyes and Mackay, you think, have the Scots not suffered enough? <laughs> they have suffered enough. Is yeah, it time right. to br- bring back a certain someone? Yeah, it mm. could be. Knows how to get them to... That's Craig Brown for everyone listening <laughs> out. He, he won a match where the opposition didn't turn up. He did. Remember that? I do remember. Was that uh, Belarus? Estonia, I think it was. Was it Estonia? They didn't turn up um, because they were protesting because of the change of the time. Basically, they had some really shoddy floodlights, I think. And so they had to play Um, the the match during the day. They refused and they didn't turn up. And so the Scottish (laughs) team had to turn up with like shin pads and all their their kit on, get on the field, kick off and then go, yeah, I win. If that happened every qualification game, would Scotland qualify? (laughs) I don't think think Scotland were actually given the points, were they? Yeah, I think think they had to play again, yeah. Typical brownie <laughs> look. But Marcus, whoever takes the job now, would it, is it fair to say that they? I mean, unless it's a head geneticist, it's going to be very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that, that's, that extractor thing is going to run and roll with our listeners, and you'll find out why. And looking ahead to the weekend, indeed, yeah. they, it keeps they, popping up. Can they extract tall Scottish DNA out of amber, maybe, yeah. <laughs> and make super oh, Scotsman? Doctor John Hammond from Jurassic Park, he was Scottish. Mm. Well, yeah, so maybe roll him out. <laughs> Something there. So can, Anything um, encased in tablet, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we have some correspondence? Peter. Yes, we shall have Are you some ready, Pete? I'm ready. Shut up. David right. says, All right, Ramblers, uh, please tell me you've seen this. Mike Dean, the one and only, acting as caddy during the Ladies European Golf Tour Lacoste event. Okay. Mm. He was just caddying for, 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 for a golfer, apparently. Very That's strange. Right. Maybe he likes a good, a good walk. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> Maybe he does. Uh, James Taylor. Hello, James Taylor. Uh, not that one. Uh, morning, say, yeah, morning chaps. One. Uh, following on for your conversation about worldies being scored against Wimbledon, I want to chip in. Step forward, Crystal Palace. Uh, Kasami's over the shoulder volley for Fulham. Uh, Sidwell's wonder volley for Fulham. Same game. Yeah. Matty Phillips, 45-yard shot for QPR. Deli Alley, flick and spinning volley from outside the box. The Premier League goal of the season. Yeah. Andy Carroll, dragging himself off his sickbed to pull a uh, fly scissor kick out of the bag for West Ham. Uh, Olivier Giroud, almost impossible flying back heel volley the current FIFA world mm. goal of the year nominee and finally only the other week Fabian known for his wonder goals Delph sticking at top bins I'm sure yeah. there have been more but like any good trauma my brain has probably blocked them <laughs> um, it makes I, it so much funnier that Andy Carroll was ill <laughs> I, I, I suspect that every fan of, a fan of every club will think oh, we always get bad goals yeah we always yeah, get yeah. bad goals yeah. on the Palace thing I'm taking you way back to the late 90s now but I was at uh, Sellers Park once and it was when Portsmouth and Crystal Palace were in the second tier yeah. and Crystal Palace went 2-0 up at half time 
and uh, they were abs- they were cock a hoop because there was like a bit of a rivalry at the time between Palace and Portsmouth, and, and Sean Derry was playing for Palace at the time, and he used to play for Portsmouth. And I remember him <coughs> picking up the ball. They were they were two in love and taking the pitch, and, and Derry picked up the ball. Derry he wasn't known as like a very a very skillful player, and he was putting his foot on the ball and giving the old uh, Hulk Hogan to the fans. <laughs> Bloody hell! Know, in the first half, <laughs> and then Pompey went, turned it around one three two, which is which is amazing. One of my greatest ever football memories. <laughs> uh, so that might chime into the fact that Crystal Palace fans are unlucky because uh, that was against Portsmouth. I remember one of the stand who were they sponsored by it was a computing firm I think back in the uh, 90s who Palace Palace yeah, there was, was it Hewlett Packard no, there was one stand that was sponsored one stand by. it was yeah. sponsored because they were just um, doing it up and it was a complete uh, a building site and uh, Peter Beasley just shimmied the hell out of was the, yeah. the defence he'd just tell them inside out it was there, there was a Premier League years on I think it was last night and it mm. was I want to say 95, 96. Right. The reason I'm saying that is because they were talking about Blackburn struggling. Did they struggle after the year after they won the Premier League? Yeah, they, they did. struggled yeah, yeah, to yeah. start the next season. Mm. And Beardsley was it, and he was brilliant. <laughs> he was a fantastic he, footballer. He just looks like the most unlikely footballer. <laughs> <laughs> he really speaks <laughs> there's, to there's, it. He's a shimmy, man. There's nothing like he's, it. He's, he's a big shout, but the way Beardsley used to move, obviously not as effective, not as great. Messy. Yeah, Messy. yeah, yeah no, yeah. It's, yeah. it's odd, it's, it's true. Shit hey, was that the season that Newcastle signed Ginola? Uh, was Ginola uh, Ferdinand at the same time wasn't it yeah. so it might have been yeah okay, no, no, Ginola was uh, involved in the, the league run because Keegan, Keegan had to lie to oh, John sorry. Hall or Freddie Shepard and say that um, Beardsley was two years younger oh, really? to get him God. in because the, and, they, time. And, they, and they just went with it they can you imagine how it. nervous Keegan must have been before <laughs> that <laughs> imagine <laughs> Kevin Keegan setting himself up to lie yeah. to someone oh, they, they're going through the anxiety how did it go it went fine but I accidentally took in Peter Beardley's birth certificate with me. <laughs> Tipped to my forehead. <laughs> I, I set it on fire. He technically doesn't exist now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd also like to thank uh, Ollie Emil supporting me on my point last week about um, Matt Murray. I've accepted Luke's apology. Oh, that is outrageous by you, Dyson. You got Hawkins for that. Harry Hawkins on email. Let me move on. I've got to get through these emails. Harry Hawkins, he shared a urinal at uh, Fratton Park this week and, uh, and Stuart Pearce did not wash his hands, apparently. Yeah. Stuart Pearce doing a bit of training work down there. Yeah, mm. um, was later seen in, in, sh- was later seen shaking hands with fans. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> foul. <laughs> so, when, when I found out that he was doing that work, Daniel, I thought, is this punishment for me? Should only be gone by Mark. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, hello to uh, Ross Scottish, who's never seen Scotland at a major tournament and never effing will. F you, all of you, apart from Jim, for England scoring that equaliser against Scotland. Kind regards. <laughs> Yeah, okay. It's not our fault. I don't know why Jim's exempt. No, I'll take it, though. Inoffensive. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 Jim's flicking him a V sign right now. Yeah. <laughs> Jim's the worst one, in a way. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we've got some looking ahead to the weekend later, mate, so that's it. That's, that's it. It's fine. <laughs> they've, they've had a good run there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, wanna, you want one more? Don't give us one. Give us one more. One for the road. On for the road. You're around. Oh, it's really confusing. I've confused myself now with all my pages. Literally one job with all mm. my pages mm. uh, Dan on behalf of Australia I think it's fair uh, for me to uh, you know eat a bit of humble pie with uh, okay, what happened in, 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 in uh, Australia match my highlight of the week was uh, watching the shining beacon of light in an otherwise a dismal game that is the mighty Tim Cahill the man is a legend scoring two of our goals our two goals one deep in extra time to see off a valiant Syria to be fair I nearly shat myself when Syria hit the post on that free kick at the death which was a great free kick oh, the guy was in tears before he hit it it was incredible yeah, they were all so tired the Syria they were was, so yeah. knackered yeah um, but Australia's greatest ever goal scorer had already done the work with his glorious little head. He's got to be one of the greatest headers of the ball at oh, that height. Crazy. He's not a tall man. Yeah, That's his 50th goal for Australia. 
Incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. Right. Yeah, incredible. So n- wow. now we have to play about 10 times better against either Panama or Honduras in the it, second playoff next month. I heard the other day, and all this stuff came out about, I mean, people were just talking about Cahill because he scored that um, <clears throat> scored that goal, but he apparently represented Samoa at youth level. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was born in Australia, but he spent a bit of time as a child in Samoa. Mm. And I think um, there was some sort of... Uh, it, it, it wasn't like a really young age. It was like an under-21 or something, like under-20 right. world, world Championship or something. And he um, and he represented Samoa mm. before going back to Australia and then playing for, for, so for Another for reason for me to dislike him. What's wrong with Samoa? Samoa? I'm just, he's a turncoat, isn't he? Yeah, imagine, so imagine, imagine, imagine being a top-level footballer. Stanley Flarcross. And, and having to fly to Samoa. I mean, <laughs> yeah. to, to, yeah. for international break. It'd be yeah. crazy. There, there we are. go. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit more international football, ladies and gentlemen, after this. I never felt this bad ever. <laughs> <laughs> like a welcome oh. outing. Yeah. A welcome outing. Oh, that always enriches me. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Sherwood there. Because um, it's one of those ones you forget about. It's nice yeah. to get a reminder, isn't but it? I picture his face as well. Yeah. His face matches up exactly with that despondent tone. Yeah. yeah. I know a photo's bad ever. Yeah, it's good. What mm. was the result? It was when they... It was when they... Were they 3-0 up or something and lost 4-3? I can't remember. But they, they, it was a, it, they were ahead and they had a terrible result. <laughs> it was really at Villa, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Mm. It was indeed. Now then, ladies and gentlemen, let's treat ourselves. Let's go to the Americas because the CONCACAF and CONMEBOL qualifiers for the World Cup ended in a fantastic fashion. It, we, we said it wasn't going to be boring. Uh, my goodness. By Jovi, Pete Donaldson. Mm. We were treated to one hell of a night, weren't we? In the words of David Boy, I don't know where I'm going, but I promise it won't be boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to bore you. Um, they, they do know where they're going. Russia. Yes. Yeah. Not all of them. The US no, are not. They're not. No. No. The USA. Um, my favourite... Uh, <laughs> has been having a lovely time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck <laughs> you. My favourite stat to come out of this was that Fox paid $400 million for the rights to show the World Cup exclusively in America oh dear. and now the US haven't qualified wow. we, we got an email from a lad who'd spent uh, I think a thousand pounds upwards to get flights out to Russia for the uh, for, for, yeah. for, for the World Cup but and, it would still uh, be good he, to go yeah but he, he didn't yeah well yeah I mean it won't be quite the same admittedly but <laughs> I feel he'll be disappointed but the fact that let's hang out with some football there. fans um, uh, my football team is not involved <laughs> <True>. <laughs> rare but the fact though that was it Fox who said Luke mm. brings a smoke to your face doesn't it wow. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah the US they're not going to be at the World Cup Finals for the first time since 1986 mm. stunning the goal that put them out was stunning Oh my god, was it not? Absolute screamer from about a million miles out. <laughs> it was about 35 <laughs> yards out or something. It was, it was perfect. It was such an inauspicious end as well because it was, you know, it was, it was, there was about 300 fans in the stadium. It was, it was so quiet. It was, it was a so surreal uh, atmosphere, wasn't it? Trinidad, bottom of the group, they've won just once, conceded 19 in 10 games in that group. They've not been very, very good at all. Um, so that is a kick in the teeth. A draw would have done it yeah. for the US. And I'm sorry, fans of uh, the US men's uh, national team. But the real, real kicker in all of this was Jack Warner going, oh, that was good, wasn't it? I love a bit of that. Jack, was Jack, Warner, Jack Warner said it was, his, it was his best moment in football. Yeah, <laughs> what a measure of the man. <laughs> Given that Trinidad and Tobago um, already had finished bottom by miles, yes. that nothing to gain from it other than a bit of pride, and well done to them for winning the game. And also have been at a World Cup. I know, I know, right? Yeah, I know, I know right? Yeah, yeah, as you say, Jim, that does speak volumes of the man, but this is, of course, because he, he feels that the uh, Americans in the form of the FBI ruined the FIFA mm. family. I, I, I just first off a shock is like, he ain't getting any punditry work in America for a little while. No. <laughs> Do you reckon he'll be held? Hey. Oh, I don't think they'll be that spiteful. Come no, on. not for lovely Shaka. Well, you can't you can't give any reason as to why the USA should finish fifth out of that group in, out of six teams. I mean, they well, finished I mean, below, below man- Panama for goodness' sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it was great for Panama because their players are made in. No wait. 
No, it was all Ecuadorians. Uh, no, <laughs> it was great for Panama because, of course, Panama messed up, didn't they, when the when um, the US beat them three uh, two and scored two goals late doors, and Panama went out, mm. and Mexico mm. got the last that's qualifying right, spot. That's right. Yeah. So Panama, they took the chance. I mean, when I say Panama took their chances, I mean they did. They were given a goal that didn't cross the oh, line. Yeah, it so profoundly didn't cross the line. A ghost goal, Jim. yeah, very much so. It was absolutely. <laughs> and then they scored the winning goal in the eighty eighth minute and. Uh, Nobody did seem that bothered, did they? <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable. What about the ball boy slash sub? Oh, yeah, that was different. Fantastic. Oh, not, was it a sub? I don't know. Oh, I right. but the it thing was is, either ball boy or the sub. Yeah, because um, he he leathered that. One. <laughs> For those who haven't seen it, so obviously Panama were in, were in the business of wasting time, <laughs> and business was very good at that point. And, um, there was loads of work. The, the, ball, the ball came off the side of the pitch. For those who haven't seen it, I would recommend you check it out. And. There's there's a there's an there's an opposition player quite close to the ball, yeah. but this either ball boy or sub from Panama probably runes at full pelt. <laughs> I would say 30 yards and absolutely leathers the ball almost at the hand of the player and it yeah. flies off. Yeah, I think the Costa Rican guys are a bit like, what? what's going on? Yeah. All oh, right, yeah, fine. It was, it was, it was absolutely amazing. That country, they, they're in the World Cup for the first time ever. The absolutely US, glorious The stuff. US must be one of the only teams where the women's team could happily beat the yeah, maybe, yeah, men's yeah, yeah, team. Because yeah. they always qualify and they always almost get oh, to the final. They're one of the world's best teams. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, for, um, for Panama's point of view, obviously you don't often find a, a football pundit saying this, but I genuinely have never heard of any of their players yeah. never not one of them no and and they finished third on a negative one goal difference <laughs> but they go to the World Cup it's, it's incredible. incredible it is yeah. absolutely superb I mean, for that country. a lot of the stuff I've read around the US going out is, you know from sort of US based journalists they're saying that actually they're not hugely surprised because you know you know Josie Altador is there you know he's their main man up top you know it's probably a little too soon for Christian Pulisic to really sort of you know be doing too much on his own and it's mm-hmm. not there's not enough the old players are too old and the young players are too young basically and it's just been a bad bit of bad timing for them I understand that point of view but we can't name any Panama players <laughs> oh, quite, you know, like, quite, quite, like, yeah. apart from Torres who scored the winning goal but that's I only know him because he scored the winning goal yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly let me tell you something now one of those Panama forwards <laughs> will I predict now on the ahead of the August transfer window 2018 closing one of those Panama forwards League One will no we'll sign for West Ham <laughs> <laughs> for it's, around 7 to 8 million pounds it's, it's, it's the next monster yeah. it's, it's, a good one. it's when you're a football manager and you try and sign a player and you go to like a club and they've only got about 3 or 4 because you're on a limited database and you, there's only 3 players at each club that you can actually kind of interact yeah, yeah, with yeah, 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 and yeah. They'll be one, he'll be one of them yeah he will just, Panama will have 3 yeah, players he can buy in. he'll be in the Prem he'll, yeah. he'll, play, eight, he'll play 8 times for West Ham <laughs> scored no goals be farmed out on loan and no then one leave. goal in the cup one, one goal yeah, in the cup yeah. in the, cup. In the Carabao cup, yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll sign him by accident while looking for another striker yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Panama versus Iceland could happen at the World Cup and the USA versus the Netherlands can't yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Well, Netherlands it? versus Chile can't happen. Well, God, yeah. Panama oh. v Iceland in the World oh, Cup. That's what I'm talking we've about. We've seen That's Netherlands weird. versus Chile. We haven't seen Panama exactly. versus Iceland. Yeah. I, d- I don't think a Panamanian's ever met an Icelandic person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> if you're if you're from either country and have met either, you know, yeah. Yeah. either or, I would like to know. Mm. Well, the, the, the president of Panama, Juan Carlos Varela, announced the, the, on Wednesday, the day after the game, and the game obviously happened in the evening, that uh, it would be a public holiday. Lovely stuff. And <laughs> do you know how he managed that? School was cancelled, everything. Yeah. All right. The president posted an image of himself late doors at the office signing the public holiday with a caption, the voice of the people has been heard. Tomorrow will be a national holiday. You deserve it. Lovely. Love it. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? All the independent traders going, you well. Yeah, but most of those people of Panama have done nothing towards it. <laughs> 
<laughs> the voice of the people have been heard. No, you fancy a jolly up. <laughs> yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, we, we're happy, yeah. Yeah. but I feel that you're doing this at your own interest. But not the players, you're back in the train. <laughs> <laughs> He'll wake up forgetting he's done that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Country notorious about f- flexibility when it comes to admin. Yeah. Flexible admin. <laughs> oh, well, I'll <laughs> tell you what, Peter. <laughs> 12, fast forward 12 hours after he signed that declaration, he's just banging the door of the paper shop. I, I can't get a newspaper. What's Why is no one around? It was like Shaun of the Dead, the first scene of Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> don't mention paper in Panama. The no, same I won't. Will, okay. they say, will the pundits say that? Uh, on paper, oh, there, there, will be, yeah. there will be a lot of that going on. Panama on paper, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Um, and, and just quickly before we move uh, to Conway Ball, Honduras beat Mexico 3-2. They got uh, the playoff there. They'll be playing uh, Australia. One of the goals in that game was one of the greatest glolls I've ever seen. Jim? Mm. Yeah, um, remind me of it. <laughs> <laughs> you were that giddy, you hit your head explain and you forgot. The, explain to the listeners. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The ball was squared. The, the, I was the thinking goal. of the goal in the, uh, the USA game, that's why. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Not only were they sort of humble, there was a massive own goal in it yeah. as well. There was. Well, the ball was squared to the forward, who smashes it. I think this was to make it 2 all. so they were 2-1 down, needing to win the game mm. to have any chance. He smashes the ball, cannons off the bar, comes comes flying out, smacks, uh, smacks um, what's his name, Ochoa, yeah. the goalkeeper, Ochoa, yeah, yeah, Ochoa the game, on yeah. the head, and then bounces back, he smacks the post and goes in. <laughs> so it's an own goal by the keeper, <laughs> but the keepers just stood there. <laughs> And a bump off the head, and yeah. it, was, it was absolutely superb. The World Cup's <laughs> all about quirks, isn't it? That's what, what what makes it really, really memorable. I love the Honduras on H that they have on their kits. The yeah. manager has it as well. Have you seen that on the on the on the team oh, yeah. blazer? There was, there was another um, um, another crest, another international crest over international break, which is absolutely terrible. And I forget which one it is now. Is it the Poland one? It just says Poland on it. I don't, oh, it might no. not be Poland. It's, anyway, there is one. If you if you remember it. Tweet us because I really <laughs> want to see it. Thinking three national lions. team badly. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> yeah. but it's, whatever the country just says the country. It looks really budget. I quite like that. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Just in case. Conmebol, <laughs> yeah. uh, wonderful business going on down there. Lionel Messi dragged Argentina through, of course. Um, uh, Jorge Sampaoli, which was great because often the, the manager may try and take a tiny bit of credit he just said today luckily the nationality of the best player in the world is Argentinian yeah, <laughs> he basically yeah. just said hands up that guy got us through yeah, and I mean, great for Messi did, didn't they as well it was a classic sort of South American encounter because it did have that incredible performance from Messi he was absolutely huge I mean even aside from the hat trick he had so many chances that he just forced through for himself but it was also so dirty like he got kicked mm. the whole way through mm. the oh, game. Mascherano had a bit of a yeah, bit of afters as well. There's a, there's a lot of needle there. Peru and Colombia drew nil nil, of course, which means Colombia go through and Peru, and Peru clinched the, the playoff spot against New Zealand. The equalising goal for Peru scored in around the 77th minute from an indirect free kick wouldn't have counted. Oh, that was amazing. Had Absolutely Arsenal incredible. and Colombia goalkeeper David Ospina not touched it on its way in, he didn't mug in off I, Alexis I, Sanchez. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, but I don't. No, no, he didn't. I don't think he saw the referee he won't the direct sign, and so he went for it. Um, uh, but the other thing about it is, I guess if you're a goalkeeper, your instinct is to go for of it. Course. Yes. Mm. So I guess he's maybe a bit of that. I think it's as just well. as well he did palm it. Can, can you imagine the referee in Peru where the game was played? They are desperately needing a point mm. to have any chance of survival. They are, they are going for the goal. Um, 
somebody curls in a beautiful free kick and the referee goes, no, indirect. He'd have got chased out. It'd have been on a Danny Baker video. No, he'd be on a skateboard down the hill. Forever. And it's in Lima. Yeah. Okay. So it's sea level. Okay, sea level. Peru are 4-7 to with Better 365 to win that first leg against New Zealand in the playoff. So £10 returns £15.71 including the stake. But just going back to the Argentina game, did you, I know you stayed up and watched the whole thing, Mark, because I didn't actually see the whole game. Was it really genuinely a case of Messi just dragging them through or were, were there other good performances as I, well I think it was a case of Messi because they, they didn't look that I th- there was a good value for the win were, were Ecuador poor were they like a, we're already out whatever yeah but I mean Ecuador went 1-0 up after about a minute yeah. <laughs> I remember thinking <laughs> yeah, oh, I bloody hell yeah. you were on the WhatsApp group you were watching on bet365.com I seem to recall uh, <laughs> yes yeah. yes I was yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Argentina are well listen now they've qualified and they made hard work of it um, they're currently 8-1 to one with Bet365 to win the World Cup next year. Mm-hmm. So £10 will return £90, including the stake, should they do the business. And it's funny because everyone was talking about mm-hmm. the fact that they the best they can hope for is uh, this playoff, wasn't it? No mm-hmm. need. Don't need to now. No <laughs> need they, they, for a playoff. They, they came third in the end. It's crazy, isn't it? But yeah. what you're saying about Argentina and Messi and so on, it, it's the fact that they equalise quickly after. Because yeah. if you don't equalise quickly after that, back, yeah, yeah. that game can go on and on, obviously. That one's at altitude and, uh, mm, and yeah. so on, but my goodness. But going back to uh, Colum- uh, Peru versus Colombia, Radamel Falcao, mm. having a little chat to the Peruvians. He's been accused, obviously he's denied this, um, but he's been accused of, of saying that uh, some of the Peruvian defenders, look, take it easy. I don't know what the repercussions are. I mean, there's nothing, I don't know of any proof that's suggesting there's anything well, awry watch, here. Watch the last few minutes of the game. But, but yeah, we obviously, Marcus, for a legal reason, can't imply that's happening, so, <laughs> so we won't. So, but um, he's denied it. Do you want me to draw your picture? Radamel Falcao's denied it. Um, yeah, quite. Like, he's like and, the Joy Barton of Twitter. But I don't know what the repercussions are, if anything is, is seen to be awry anyway. Well, who, you know who else uh, denied it as well? Who's that? A man in the uh, Peruvian coaching set up called Norberto Solano. Oh yeah, Nobby. As he would do, he's an honest man. But yes. you'd love and they to, are an honest team. You want Peru, presumably you want Peru to be there because then Nobby will be there in some capacity. He'll be there in some capacity. He'll be trumpet he'll be in hand. Pund- <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine if he pundited, but instead of talking, he just played the trumpet. Mm. I or if that's how he gives his instructions. What did you think of Peru's performance, Nobby? <laughs> <laughs> I had it. a recurring fantasy when I was a child. Oh, cool. uh, oh good lord! <laughs> oh good lord! And you say I'm the Joey Barton of this show. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was that I was obsessed with Roy Castle. Remember Roy Castle? He used yeah. to do oh, record breakers. Yeah. The late great and Roy he used to, Castle. used to play the trumpet, didn't That's he? Right, every now and again. And I used to be an avid kind of uh, runner. I used to do like 200 metres and stuff. And my fantasy was that at the Olympics I'd run the 200 metres, I'd win, and they'd let me play the trumpet. With Roy Castle? Uh, no, at the end, yeah, like Roy Castle. You'd be out of breath, yeah? yeah. <laughs> this is the last thing you need. Showing off in your fantasy. No, yeah. I just don't understand why that was my fantasy. <laughs> and I can see myself draped in like a Union Jack flag playing you have trumpet at the Olympics. Union Jack flag. By the way, the Olympics... You want to be the best record The Olympics would improve tenfold if... Any kind of uh, uh, track and field races, when they get over the finish line, they are handed a brass instrument and they need to play it right yeah. there and then. Pete, you've also got quite severe asthma. Right. So you can't play a trumpet when you're out of breath, surely. I yeah. can play the tr- I can do everything that a non-asthmatic can do. I guess do. it's a fantasy, Stop limiting me. Would you like yeah. to... Would you, oh, you, yeah, you, you believe it, yeah. Would you like your inhaler to be a giant trumpet? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you get, you get. Well, you get those little bubbles when yeah. you're first training how to use an inhaler. They give you those, those big bubbles. Yeah. Well, yeah. There we go. There we go. See, trip down, trip down, ooh, tiny, just like to finish kid. with the South American chat, Paraguay could have nabbed a playoff spot had they beaten bottom of the group Venezuela at home. They lost, and of course they didn't get the, uh, the, the final... Uh, or the 
only playoff spot. Um, Venezuela won the game, which was only their second win of the whole campaign. The Venezuela coach claimed that women were sent to his team's hotel the night before the game, possibly to distract the players from getting a good night's sleep. And he said, we were not surprised by this. It's an old strategy. We, we hear about this. Sort of, it's we mad, he- isn't we it? We hear about every sort of distraction technique you can think of yeah. happening in this type of situation. Going back years, they said ahead of the World Cup game between England and Brazil in 1970 mm. that samba bands were keeping yeah, him yeah, up yeah, all right. night. And there was also that thing with Bobby Moore and the uh, ne- the bracelet and all mm. that sort of stuff. Oh. A lot of that stuff goes on, more than you think, I would say. This one's quite blatant, though. It's bad. Every <laughs> beast furious. Yeah. Oh, dear. But it's good. Hopefully Falcao will will, uh, will stay injury-free because he's scoring yeah. the goals and we want to see him at World Cup. We missed out last time. Alexis Sanchez and Chile, they're not going to be there, which is a great, great show because it's been a golden mm-hmm. generation for them. They've won two Copper Americas and so on and so forth. But going back to the Premier League, Arsene Wenger has said to Alexis Sanchez, you need to focus on Arsenal now. And then he said, but we're open to selling you in January. Yeah, I don't think I don't see how I've heard a bit of talk about this already today about how oh because Chile haven't qualified for the World Cup is this going to affect Alexis Sanchez's mindset? And it's like well, I don't see how it would because mm. he's not the type of player to not try. I mean, I was speaking to um, to uh, one or two people who, who know um, a lot about how Arsenal train and stuff. He's saying that Sanchez sometimes has to be literally taken off the tra- yeah. training ground. Mm. He loves it so much. Yeah. Still, I mean, even you know watching him. Quite closely, obviously, as I do. Like, I, I never worry about stuff like this when no. it's about his head. Like, because you can see it, he's furious if, if he's ever taken off. Clearly, yeah. he absolutely he wants loves to it. Play, yeah. I think this is the thing, isn't it? When you get in this sort of contract situation, a player is under a microscope in a way that mm. they're not otherwise. So people are just looking for reasons that things might unravel. Yeah, quite well. We'll see how he gets on against well, Watford. Well, well Wenger said he would yeah. speak to him uh, the day before the game. Yeah, and uh, see if where his head's at because it's a long old trip as well, I mean, and, and that trip will be even longer. Obviously, obviously it was it's a huge disappointment. Massive There's no question about that. And it may be, the Watford game may come too early for him, but I don't think that's what we're talking about. I think we're talking about a more broad malaise that he's accused of somehow being guilty mm, of in mm. the future at some point, which I don't necessarily see. The type of character he seems to mm. be, I don't see that being being a problem. But but what I would say is, and I'll reiterate what I said sort of earlier this season. I, I personally am of the opinion, and, I, and you know, other people may disagree. I'm personally of the opinion that Arsenal are better off without him and Özil anyway. I, I, I just feel that way. Well, Wenger's comments, maybe he's beginning to side with well, you, Luke. Quite. The Özil thing is to me. I don't know if I mentioned this, but just in case I haven't, to me with Özil, it smacks of a player who's been or whose agent has has, has carted him around. His wage demands have limited the pool of clubs he can go to because mm. he wants so much money. Mm. And but his performances. <laughs> none, none, of it, none of it, he obviously hasn't had a great start of the season, Pete, you're right, but no club has bitten. So now he's all... Because the way the news came out, it came out in the Wenger press conference today, but before that, it was the, 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 the news that was put out on the sort of, you know, on the great farm was that Ursula's now considering staying. Yeah. Uh, but But then... Well, to me, that just smacks of someone who's not been able to find another club well, because, if I could just finish the point really quickly, Jim, is that... If you are offered two hundred eighty grand a week and you don't want to stay, three hundred twenty grand a week isn't isn't a tipping point. You either want to stay or you don't. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? There can't be that much of a difference between it. So he obviously has decided that he wants to stay. Presumably, and this is just my reading into it, because no other club that he feels suitable for has has come and, for him. And, and also, his I would say his image rights possibly isn't as strong as or isn't aren't as strong as another player possibly in his position. He's not got this kind of great character that you, you kind of hear about. That you get excited about. I, I would argue he's not the biggest shirt seller in Arsenal compared to someone like Alexis. Sanchez, no. so you so you can't recoup high wages back through shirt sales well, and all that you, stuff. You, you can't do that anyway. Do anyway. You can't do that anyway. Like, the mean? image rights doesn't isn't related to that necessarily. But no, no, no. You can't. You can't. You can't. Re, you can't um, 
recoup transfer sales through through shirt sales. But with regards to what you said, Pete, I think you make a fair. What do you mean? Like, as in, is it, no, but like, say, if you buy uh, Wayne Rooney, you're not only buying Wayne Rooney; you're also buying you, you are exposure, and you're buying his image, right? You are, but the shirt on the shirt sales point, the, the clubs. I mean, like get... image right more than shirt sales. I don't okay. mean I don't mean the literal shirt sales. I mean the whole kind of like image rights kind of package. But I, think image, you, I think you make a fair point. Sorry, because to say, he's an unsexy player well, in no, a sexy I, world. I, I think you make a fair point because <laughs> we're talking about Alexis Sanchez, whether whether he goes or not. He's still putting in the hours and training, and he's still the type of player that would excite fans. Unless Özil went to a club which was perhaps a sideways step or, or a less big club than Arsenal. It's Turkey I or think, China, isn't it? Right? I think oh, some people may look at him and think, mm, do, we, do, we, do we want to play like that? Well, the, the, the chairman of Besiktas has, yeah. has been very vocal saying he'd he like, like Ozil, but, and that seems to be the level he's going at. And Ozil doesn't need that move now, does he? He's 28. He'd no. probably rather stay at Arsenal than do that later. Would Besiktas pay that sort of wage? Yeah, possibly. Would they really? Okay, fair I enough. mean, some of the, 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 the top clubs in Turkey, they do, they do play some pretty high anyway, Is it Besiktas who do that phone thing where they go, uh, are you coming to Besiktas? And then they. Oh, and then yeah. The next it is, bit, is yeah. It I think it is. Yeah. It's it's the, the Vodafone yeah. Arena or something there? Yeah. Stadium? Oh, yeah, that's right. Sounds about right. But they are playing Watford this weekend. <laughs> they are playing Watford. Mustafi is out with a, with an injury. Kolasinak mm. and Koscielny are doubts. Chambers is out. Yeah, that that could mean Arsenal going back to a back four with Murtasaka and Holding. And obviously, um, you know, people talk about Murtasaka's pace. He was fantastic against Chelsea in the FA Cup final, but obviously that was in a back three. So that, that will be an unwelcome uncertainty. But you'd imagine Arsenal will be on the front foot in that game. Well, you'd hope so, but any uncertainty is uh, is always a worry, isn't it? I mean, well, Arsenal do have a, a number of injuries, of course, but so do Watford. Um, yeah. they, they've got a fair few to uh, to come out of the physio room, but then they've got the young Brazilian player, uh, Richarlison, and yeah. he should be involved, and he's impressed since arriving he's, he's at Watford. He's a great season. When, so whenever I hear his name, I always think, does he do mid-mornings on magic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Richarlison here? Yeah. I, 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 I think <laughs> Tony Braxton next. The thing that confuses me, Pete, is I heard a commentator the other day call him Richarlison. Yeah. Oh. And I, but I've heard other people call him Richarlison, so I, that's the big debate for me. <laughs> it's enjoyable either way. Yeah. yeah. Well, we we have to wait and see. I like I like that he's been sort of he's almost a bit, it feels a, feels a bit like a ruby in the dust, and you don't see that yeah, very much these days. No. And the, the, the scouting networks are so comprehensive, especially a young Brazilian player. It's great, it's great to see. Well, there's reports he could get a call up for the Brazilian national side now that they've qualified, mm. and obviously they're playing a friendly in England soon. So, yeah, that, I, mean, I mean, that would be some accolade. That is a call up through expedience. <laughs> <laughs> they do not need to call it. He doesn't need, they That's, do not need it. Shall we waste the air miles? Nah, nah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's been doing well. We've seen him with his top off a lot, which suggests that he's been uh, celebrating. You are, mate. <laughs> well, he has on been the, on the field. He's getting those Christmas bookings in early. He is. <laughs> he did, did he take his top off last time he scored? I think he did. He scored in the final minute, didn't he, to get a draw against West Brom when he took his top off? He went away to Swansea? It was away to West Brom, I think. Yeah, well, I, I think oh, there's a couple he, of times. Oh, was there? Okay. I think he's a good player. I think he looks impressive. And I, 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 as you guys know, I mean, ahead of that, that absolute shellacking they got from Man City, I'll stuck <laughs> my neck out for them. But <laughs> there we go. I think they're a good team. Is he going to punish Arsenal, Jim? I think Arsenal should hopefully have enough to, to win this. Um, so, I mean, you know, I Is might, might eat are? my words. Well, You're saying that Arsenal point, should have it? enough to beat Watford? Well, I mean, Arsenal are on a good run of form. And this, this is an interesting test, really, because I think, you know, Watford, you've spoken about a lot this, this season, Luke. They're like your Premier League team at the moment. And <laughs> I think I think they're, they're basically, their realistic aim in the form they're in is to try and be the best of the rest, isn't it? Whereas yeah, Arsenal need to figure out where they sit in the pecking order yeah. of, of that six. So I think, actually, this is quite a nice litmus test, mm-hmm. especially it being uh, at Watford, um, but I think Arsenal will. I think Arsenal should do it. I'm just looking forward to it being, um, you know, five thirty kickoff with the evenings closing in. I'm, yeah. I'm going to try and watch it in front of an open fire. <laughs> it feels <laughs> nice. It does feel nice this time of the year. When mm. I was walking to the studio today, I thought oh, it feels so autumnal, and that is one of my favourite times of the year. Indeed, yeah. What is our best bet with Bet365, Luke Moore? 
Um, well, as you all know, mm. people occupying the hot seat are dropping like flies at the moment. Mm. Our listeners are in a terrible run of form. So we've got yet a new man in the seat. It's Brendan Doherty. He's a Man United fan. Uh, and he says the following. Hi, Ramble. Same as Luke, I've been very impressed with Watford this season, and I'm sure they can beat the Gunners on an average Premier League weekend, but add several upset players into the mix, even before not qualifying for the World Cup, with Aaron Ramsey, Alexis Sanchez, and, and happy to kick a hornet's nest Granite Xhaka returning from international <laughs> duty, I can see Watford having some well-deserved joy this Saturday. And at 4-1 to one with Brett365 at home, these odds seem very inviting. Get a therapist on the team bus as they might need one on the way home. Maybe an optician for Arsene Wenger too, as no doubt he would have missed something. Um, and then he says, Brendan, with a crocodile in the Thames, Elton John surely singing Crocodile Rock Saturday night. Now, I get that Elton John's a Watford fan, but I don't get what Crocodile in the Thames is. Is there a Crocodile in the Thames? I, I Sometimes you do maybe. get... F- I, I, there can't be a Crocodile in the Thames. What That's are we thinking about? Anyway. Watford's quite away from the Thames as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Watford R&D 4-1 with Bet365 to beat Arsenal. So our, t- our £50 will return £250, including stake. With all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK, you must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to gamblerware.co.uk. So to reiterate, that's Brenda Doxy in the hot seat. He wants Watford to beat Arsenal. It's 4-1, to one, so look out for it on Saturday evening. Even, Super. even with Theo Walker in a crypto... Currency chamber, whatever it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's in a sort of like an ice chamber or something mm. with uh, Danny Welbeck. Yeah. Getting ready for the Hello. game. <laughs> <laughs> Getting yeah. chilly. Stay frosty. Indeed, yeah. Uh, should we look ahead to the weekend? Let's do that really quickly because mm. I know we're running short of time. Marcus, before we do that, yes. did you see that your man Tom Heaton was doing a Twitter QA this week? Was he? <gasps> Hashtag Ask Heat. Oh, I didn't know. Where well, did you get involved? That's why I Twitter went I didn't down. know. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what would you ask him? Uh, ha- do, you, do you remember me? What's your. What's your, what's your uh, What's your rigorous skincare regime? <laughs> um, anyway, I thought you might, might, might like that. Um, so, Dave Williamson, he says, uh, Although I'm a Man City fan and not wanting United success, I'm looking forward to Liverpool finally being shown up for what they are, i.e. not co- title contenders. I am so tired of hearing people talk about how Klopp's clowns are title rivals when they are nowhere near the same class as City, United, Chelsea or Spurs. What's the guy's name? Dave Williamson. Calm down, Dave. I, know. <laughs> yeah, Dave. I thought I'd include that because Dave might look very silly uh, next week and we like a bit of that. Um, <laughs> and also, I couldn't see uh, Oliver Memories Bailey's comments, so I couldn't include it. No. Um, Craig Lee, Sunderland to finally win at home. It'll be 300 days past since we last won. Kids have been conceived and born since our last <laughs> win at home. <laughs> and how many minutes have we led at home since then? Zero. I wow. don't know why I bother. Oh dear, that's so not worth a season those, ticket, is it? Those Scottish fans who are crying out for David Moyes, that's what he left behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, Frankie Marriott says, This weekend in Serie A is what I'm looking forward to. Yes. The fixtures include such thigh rubbers as Roma v Napoli, Juve v Lazio, and Fiorentina v Udinese, as well as the Milan derby on Sunday night. Premier League, eat your heart out. Well, Frankie, the reason I included that is because we previewed all of that on the current episode of On the Continent, so go and get that wherever um, you get your pods. Presumably you're going to be reviewing it next week. We probably will, exactly, mm. yeah. Uh, I've got a couple more here. Um... James Edrupt, Liverpool falling apart as Mane departs for his annual treatment table jaunt for five to six weeks. We've mentioned that already. Um, oh, this is a good one. Matt Elms, I'm looking forward to Harry Winks getting a hat-trick at the weekend and Marcus Speller literally exploding with hype on next week's pod and screaming, <laughs> get him on the plane, as he will never to be due after a decent performance from an England player between now and then. Hashtag stay calm, Speller. Yes. Mm. I want that to happen more than him. <laughs> and I'll finish with this one James McDonald I'm looking forward to Aberdeen being back in action I'm expecting a pulsating battle of genetics against Hibs <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I get involved with uh, a little bit of uh, Neville Southall no Go on. no you can yeah. oh, I'm, I'm obsessed, I'm obsessed yeah, Big yeah, Nev yeah. on Twitter has been 
magnificent the last few weeks. Mm. Uh, he loves skeletons. He hates Tories. <laughs> it's just a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful... Uh, the, the, last night, if you're gay, straight, trans, or anything else, confusing gay, straight, and trans there, uh, you should be able to be what you want, not live a lie without discrimination or prejudice. Somebody replies, what about Tory skeletons? They are none. <laughs> they don't have souls. <laughs> wow. Uh, when, when you look at a person's eyes, you see them really mm. trying. Someone with a million cigarettes struggling along, trying to cope best they can, humans. Uh, and then somebody replies to that, hey, Nev, uh, can you recommend a book on your good self, please? He says, no, mate. He's got his own autobiography. I could recommend one, <laughs> In Search of Perfection. I told you all about it before. Mm. Big Nev signed it for me once. It, it, is that um, is it, Big is Nev's it, autobiography? It's, it's half, no, it's half goalkeeping manual, half sort of like his oh, nice. ideas about stuff. And, and also, um, has Neville tweeted much about how he tried to sue his own daughter? <laughs> no, he, did, he does not tweet <laughs> about that, that. No, okay, yeah. well, he did, well the thing that sort of kicked off October well, the 3rd... Well, that is something that literally happened. I know, well, but people, yeah, but look, people look. need the chance to be able to redeem themselves. And he Come has on. redeemed himself. October the 3rd, the, the start of this skeleton nonsense, uh, was all from this tweet saying, I love the thought of recycled skeletons. Imagine walking down your street and all your dead relatives were lampposts. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, I can't sue a skeleton, though, can he? No. <laughs> A football legend has sued his 19-year-old daughter to get back £55,000 oh, worth of trophies. That was ages ago. October 6th, two crows sitting on a tree above a graveyard. One says to the other, where's them effing skeletons? I am devastated. I idolise my dad. I don't know how I'll pay the cost. October 5th, skeletons have arms, legs and back make ideal chairs. <laughs> Why is he obsessed with skeletons? He's gone. He's gone full Jeremy Bentham. What I love, and I really appreciate this, Luke, is when Pete actually finds something that he's positive yeah, about, yeah, you, you just tear it down. Yeah. <laughs> never <laughs> never no, South October 5th, later in the day. Uh, imagine skeletons handlebars on your motorbike made from arms. <laughs> this, is, this is bizarre. Breaking stuff. would be so easy and fun. Oh dear. Right, I ladies love, and gentlemen. I just love Neville Southall. Thank you very much we for listening. We found something you do like, and that's yeah. important. Thank yeah. you for listening, everybody, to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. We found something that Pete likes, other than Japan. <laughs> Japan. <laughs> you should go to Japan with Big Nev. Japan, oh, my goodness. Big Nev. He wouldn't fit in anywhere. Pete, I would... <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a fair point, actually. I would commission it? that TV show. <laughs> yeah. Right here, right now. Pete my own Nev. money. My own money. <laughs> Pete and Nev and Pat Nevin. <laughs> yeah. In the, Nihon. The thrilling three. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful on, stuff. Onsens with Neville Southall. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no water left. Oh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter. Uh, see you later. Let me just press this button. Bye from me. Where is the thick? There it is. Find it. <laughs> Skeletons. grabbed a guy called Brendan Doherty who's a Manchester United fan but he says uh, don't fo- grab our listeners he says no well, it's okay they, I, I, get, I always get a permission slip um, he, he says the following hi Ramble um, I said permission to slip yeah. there no no no, no, no. Oh. I didn't say that the same way that um, the Matt Murray thing wasn't said that way either last week um, listen he, back 
All right, everyone. It's the Trojan <laughs> here. <laughs> Big Jordy. Have we not got homes to go to? <laughs> <laughs> and Brendan... Right, I'll, I'll, should, do you want me to start from the top? Yeah. Right. All right, everyone. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? I work at Holland and Barrett, showing off my muscles and selling creatine powder to papers. Does he? Is that what he does? He looks, well, he looks like he does. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, hey, I'm Jimmy Bullard, and this is me old muck of Venus. We're back together, son. How are you? Hey, Bully, great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. <laughs> 